You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my Cleveland family, to the latest Locked On Browns. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, on Twitter at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Locked on Browns on Twitter, a follow-back account. DMs are always open. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, Obviously, the NFL big news of the day, and somewhat related to Cleveland Browns as we went under the Watt Watch for, I guess it feels almost like close to two and a half weeks, uh, two and a half months, two and a half years. Uh, but J.J. Watt, and credit to him uh, as far as you know, making himself the source and announcing that he is going to sign a two-year, $31 million contract with the Arizona Cardinals with $23 million guaranteed. Would you say it was... A surprise? I guess I would say a surprise. Uh, you know, with what we were told, and of course, you know, nothing ever came out of J.J. Watt's mouth. Um, everybody thought contender, opportunity to compete for a ring. And although Arizona did not make the playoffs last year, that's, you know, neither here nor there. Uh, you know, they were certainly knocking on the door of the playoffs, similar to the Browns in 2018. But it did not get there. Obviously, has a former teammate and DeAndre Hopkins there. Uh, you think about playing in Arizona, retractable roof, whether or not a factor for a guy who certainly dealt with injuries, you know, during his illustrious career, and now at 31 years old, opting for you know a place where let's not kid anybody. It was you know a lot of this was about money, even though it is rumored the Browns were in at this number, if not for more. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was his choice. Um, going to Arizona, uh, you're talking about a division in the NFC West that had two teams in the playoffs last year with the Rams and the Seahawks, a team that was in the Super Bowl two seasons ago in the 49ers, uh, certainly not guaranteeing himself a postseason opportunity, uh, certainly not guaranteeing himself, hell, maybe even the playoffs, um, you know, or Super Bowl, whatever. Um, as far as Cleveland, um, Yes, you wanted to be in on this. Uh, you you wanted the opportunity uh, to bring an illustrious player like this and have him come in and no longer have to be the man. Uh, get to play with one of the most special, if not special, athletic individual talents at the edge position in the NFL in Miles Garrett. Uh, at the end of the day, this is the decision that J.J. Watt made. Um, it's certainly a big hole for the Browns at that position. Um, but he didn't go to Pittsburgh. He didn't go to Kansas City. He's not in the AFC. Only opportunity. He's not even on the Browns' schedule next year. The only time the Browns would possibly even see J.J. Watt next year. Of course, there is some talk back and forth of this 17th game. It'll be an AFC-NFC game, and we'll see how that works out with the AFC team ho- uh, hosting the game and then flipping it up in 2022, where it looks like the legitimacy of a 17-game uh, regular season for the 2021 NFL season is going to happen. He's a phenomenal player, J.J. Watt. Um, and you deserve this opportunity when you put in your time. And obviously with Houston, the organization got just worse 
during his time there. And I guess it was Josh Reed, who uh, former LSU Tiger, former Buffalo Bill, who, you know, put out the tweet, well, if you talk to some of the Texans staff, he was more concerned about his stats. He wasn't concerned about winning. That's nothing anybody has ever said about J.J. Watt before. And even if it was remotely true, are we really taking the word of the Houston, Texas staff organization front office, which is just so ass backwards right now? It's almost laughable. Uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, I mean, just sit out. Whatever you got to do. Get the living daylights out of Houston. This franchise is Trouble City. It is headed down the toilet. There is no way to make it any better this season. You don't have the draft capital. Players are not going to come within 150 miles of Houston, even if they were born and raised there. They want no, nobody wants any part of this franchise. Uh, so do yourself a favor. The only way you can even remotely get this franchise at least looking to be decent, competitive in the next couple of seasons is to move on from Deshaun Watson and get the King's ransom for him. Do the kid a favor because you're not going to get anybody to come play there. You don't have the draft capital to improve your team. It's over. I mean, it's, it's over, Johnny. It's just that simple for the Houston, Texas. You are now the 32nd worst franchise in the NFL. It is not going to get better. And to have your star quarterback disgruntled, aggravated, agitated with what's going on behind the scenes, whether it was the new Hopkins trade, whether it was, you know, now releasing JJ Watt. Uh, they released former Brown Duke Johnson the other day and God bless you, Duke Johnson. I hope you finally get the opportunity you deserve somewhere uh, because whenever your number was called upon, you seem to get the job done. I'm not saying Duke Johnson's a featured back in the NFL. I'm not saying you're talking about a guy who's going to lead the league in rushing. But in this day and age in the NFL where, you know, backs who are multi-talented come at a premium and are valued, Duke Johnson will find a solid home somewhere. We're going to get a little bit more into this today. We're going to now talk about the hole that is there at the edge position for the Browns. We'll talk about how it can be filled, possibly through free agency. We're going to talk about how it can possibly be filled through the NFL draft. It's it's a big hole, um, and you don't want to get in the situation where everybody and their brother is blocking Miles Garrett. You want guys around him who can get the job done. Uh, you know, and right away, I'd say bring back Olivier Vernon, but you have no idea Olivier at his age coming back from an Achilles, which is a brutal, brutal football injury. It's a tough spot to be in. Uh, but the Browns are going to have a lot of work to do as far as their pass rush. And they're going to have to get hit the ground. And just, you know, we'll see where it comes come March 17th, which is what, almost 15 days away when free agency officially starts. Wink, wink. Not the 15th. Wink, wink. But the Browns got a lot of work to do. They got holes to fill at this pass rusher position. And they're going to have to get on it sooner than later. Just because the NFL season has ended doesn't mean your sports wagering has to end. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, no space, for your 50% welcome bonus. Whether it is the NBA, whether it is the NCAA tournament and conference tournaments which are about to start soon, whether it's the NHL, or MLB, which is back, heck, even NASCAR. Anything has you covered 
at betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Do not forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. So as we were saying, the Browns obviously now are going to have to shift their attention to free agents, players in the draft at the edge position, with J.J. Watt announcing that he is going to become an Arizona Cardinal. The first thing I thought about this was, okay, Browns didn't, you know, it's great that they were in. It's great that they understood that this player could be a difference maker for their defense. So he goes to the Cardinals. First thing that came to my mind was Hassan Reddick, edge rusher from the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Is he now expendable? Is he now not part of the future for the Arizona Cardinals? He is a free agent, 26 years old. Uh, had a game last year against the New York Giants where he looked like Lawrence Taylor, for God's sakes. So certainly high on my board. Uh, probably not a home for Arizona. Um, probably a point now where they're going to try to discount him. And if that's the case, uh, hey, uh, at 26 versus 31, had more sacks than J.J. Watt last year. Hassan Reddick, uh, let, let's talk. Let's sit down, chat a little bit, because uh, maybe we got a spot for you here in Cleveland. Uh, Marcus Golden, also from the Cardinals, he wouldn't come in as a starter, um, but he's been a solid pass rusher, probably the guy that would come in more in nickel and dime situations, but a name to certainly you know po- possibly keep your eyes on. Matthew Judon from the Ravens. Uh, look, I love Matthew Judon, the player, um, but I think what a lot of people lose focus with with Matthew Judon is he's already 29 years old, so he's not a, I mean, he's not a kid. So, you know, the age there is certainly, and when Pete and I talk and we do these draft shows and we stress age and how it matters, here's Matthew Judon looking for a second contract in the NFL, and he's already 29 years old. Tyus Bowser, 26. Again, this is another guy who would be like Marcus Golden and would be possibly, you know, that third, fourth rusher. Um, but let's not forget Yannick Nagakwe, 26, free agent, spent last year with the Vikings. With the Ravens, I'm going to tell you that I know there is some interest within the building, within Berea. Uh, they certainly value Yannick Ngakwe. So he's certainly a player that they could probably have some interest in and are certainly at least going to probably sit down with. Uh, Carl Lawson from the Bengals, again, 26 years old. Injuries sometimes are an issue. We get it. Fantastic player. Great motor. Smart defensively, PFF darling, uh, very similar to Olivier Vernon, although, you know, Carl Lawson is 26, Olivier Vernon is 30, coming off the Achilles. So Carl Lawson is certainly somebody to keep your eyes on there as well. Alden Smith from the Cowboys, I mean, that's a, it's a big, big crapshoot. But he did show last year with Dallas that as long as he's been away from the game, Certainly did not lose the juice. Uh, popular name, Romeo Aquara. I mean, we'll see how that plays out. Good player. Doesn't play a lot of, you know, first and 10, which I'm not sure. We're looking for a full-time defensive end here. So certainly, again, somebody there. Denico Autry, Justin Houston, the two from the Colts. We've been down this road before with Justin Houston. Denico Autry, not a bad player. I don't think you're going to look at him as a starter, but certainly something to keep your you know eyes on. Uh, Camille Correa listed as an edge, probably more of a linebacker in a three, four system. He's a player I've 
you know, said before, I'd love to have in the fold here in Cleveland. And part of it is, is just due to the fact that he's had success against the Baltimore Ravens and against Lamar Jackson. So a player like that is certainly somebody that I have my eyes on. You know, Taco, Charlton, uh, Tanao, Casanova, uh, eh. Melvin Ingram from the Chargers, once a name I really, really thought high of. Melvin Ingram is now 32 years old. So for me, uh, I'm okay there. Leonard Floyd reestablished his career, reinvigorated his career last year with the Los Angeles Raiders, still only 26 years old. Certainly would have some you know eyes there. Uh, Tack McKinley, 25. The Browns tried to claim him about 17 times last year, every time he hit waivers. Certainly got to think they're probably going to have some interest there. Uh, you keep moving on down the list of free agent pass rushers. Uh, old friend Anthony Zettel would love to have him uh, just because of his motor, but obviously that's not going to happen. Trey Hendrickson, phenomenal year this year for the New Orleans Saints, 26 years old, got the opportunity to play full-time, lit it up. Um, so he's going to be a big ticket item. Uh, from Jets, Terrell Basham, he's been around the league, 27 years old. He was a player I liked coming out of Ohio University. Uh, Vinny Curry, the Browns went this route, tried this route last year. Vinny Curry's 33 years old. I just don't see that one happening unless it's, you know, one year, one million incentive laden. Keep moving on down the list. You know, there's players that they're not going to touch, whether it's a Bruce Irvin, uh, whether, you know, uh, other players, you know, Deion Jordan, you know, burned out. Ezekiel Ansa burned out. Jordan Willis burned out. Uh, you get to Shaq Barrett, now 28 years old from the Tampa Bay Bucks. Obviously had a phenomenal season, had a phenomenal run in his time there. So you're certainly looking at Shaq Barrett. Uh, Jadavian Clowney, this is one a lot of people are going to talk about. Only 28 years old. I just, I was never okay with the amount of money they were willing to commit to him last year. It always seems like Jadavian Clowney is about the next paycheck. It's certainly not about his current paycheck. I, I, I just can't. Ryan Kerrigan, Washington will be the last name I mentioned. Ryan Kerrigan had a phenomenal year. I mean, a phenomenal career down in Washington. Phenomenal career at Purdue. He's a guy that's able to get in the backfield. He's able to separate the ball from the quarterback, from the ball carrier. Great player. Uh, certainly somebody you'd probably bring in on, you know, what, one year, $3 million incentive laden if you were able to maybe get him back to the Midwest. Wouldn't totally rule out that. Uh, you know, always been a big fan of Ryan Kerrigan and his game. But, you know, there's ways to go here. But for me right now, I'd have to say if we're talking right now, what is the number one target for the Browns at your starting edge position in the 2021 NFL season? You're probably going to say, Yannick Ngakwe, and you're probably going to say Carl Lawson. If they were willing to commit that kind of money somewhere in the $25 million range to J.J. Watt for two years, you have to think they'd be willing to commit that type of money and more to younger players in Ngakwe and Carl Lawson. We're going to get back here. Uh, one of my favorite D-line um, evaluators, John Owning, does a lot of Cowboys work. He's got his top 10 out. We're going to pick through that a little bit. We'll get to that a little bit more here on your latest Locked on Browns. Mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing the prices based on what the market will bear, similar to what the airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or an account Log in. 
The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car or truck and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We've obviously been talking about J.J. Watt deciding to sign with the Arizona Cardinals, even though the Browns offered a favorable offer. We've gotten into free agent players that can come in and fill the edge position for the Browns in the 2021 NFL season. Now we're going to get a little bit to draft edge players that can assist the Browns in the 2021 NFL season. Uh, One of my favorite evaluators as far as edge players at John Owning. John does a lot of Cowboys work. Uh, You can find uh, some of his work uh, at DMN underscore Cowboys, but at John O-W-N-I-N-G. The reason I value John's opinion is John is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. And so obviously with his hands and technique, a lot of that correlates to the edge position. So which is why I value John's work at this a ton. Um, a lot of this is leverage and being able to read and strike and all of this, uh, you know, a lot of stuff that goes into, and you talk to edge players, you know, through college, you talk to them in the NFL. A lot of them are constantly working on their hands. A lot of them are recommended boxing. They're recommended, you know, recommended stand up Brazilian jiu-jitsu, any way to find an edge. Um, John's list is a little bit different than mine, but this is based purely on tape. This isn't based on other factors. Uh, John's favorite edge in the class, Jalen Phillips out of Miami, uh, former UCLA player. Now, this is, you know, we've spoken about this. Jalen Phillips taped this year with Miami, had a really, really great second half, uh, showed very well. There's actually three hurricanes on this list. Um, but you're going to have to go back and you have to find out what exactly happened at UCLA. Why did he have to retire medically? Was it really an issue medically? Was it an issue where a player was just frustrated, you know, with getting dinged up? Or was it really a, the point of where doctors out in L.A. at UCLA said to the young man, this isn't for you anymore. You know, we're talking about the next 30 years of your life, not the next three years of your life. And that stuff, that's going to be a deep, deep dig and dive on a player like Jalen Phillips. Number two, he has Aziz Ojolare out of Georgia, uh, just a young pup. Still basically learning what he's doing. Phenomenal year. Uh, gets around the corner. Has great bend. Ankle flexion for everybody who remembers those days when we used to uh, fancy about about that. Um, the great player. The question is going to be size. Uh, is he going to be big enough to play a 4-3 edge? Or is he going to be more of a stand-up 3-4 guy? Uh, that's what you're going to look for in a player like Ojolari. Number three, he has my guy. You guys have you know heard the match the last couple of weeks. I like Ronnie Perkins. Even though Ronnie Perkins is not going to be the most athletic guy, he's not going to wow you there, but he can strike. His hands are fierce. He can run a guy back. If you remember when we all fell in love with Jannard Avery playing the Philadelphia Eagles in week three of the preseason and him walking back an offensive tackle who probably had 60 pounds on him, Ronnie Perkins is that type of player. And I think Ronnie Perkins and his want to, his desire, his technique – and we can let the athleticism go to the side, perhaps. 
paired up with a player like Miles Garrett, Ronnie Perkins could be very, very successful for the Cleveland Browns. Quiddy Pay, he has number four. I think Quiddy Pay would be a darling pick at number 26. A lot of this will depend on you know what the Browns can achieve and get done and bring in here through free agency. I don't think Quiddy Pay after testing is going to be around at 26. I think the tape is there. Through the tape, you see the athleticism. I think he'll wow in workouts. If you told me there's a good chance Quiddy Pay could be the first edge player taken in the 2021 NFL draft, I probably would not disagree with you. Uh, Joseph Osei, uh, out of Texas, I, there's too much hot and cold for me. I, I like the player. That just There's times where you're looking for him on tape. You should never want to look for an edge player on tape. He should pop out like he shot, of a, shot out of a cannon. And those are the issues I have sometime with Joseph Osei. Jason Owa, uh, Penn State, it wasn't – a great year tape wise for him. Uh, the success certainly wasn't there. Um, if you told me it was, you know, paying the price for Oa in the top 45 or maybe gambling on Shaka Tony in, you know, maybe the late third, early fourth, I'd probably go that route. If you're talking Penn state edge rushers. So interesting to see the way it works out for him. Uh, a name slept upon uh, from Washington. And this is what happens when you probably didn't play Joe Tryon, university of Washington, his tape up until this point, And you guys have no, I bountied about, and I've hailed players from UW for years. Uh, Joe Tryon's an interesting, interesting guy. I don't know if he's going to come in right away and start from day one. I don't think you're going to spend pick 26 on him. But I think either way, the Browns are going to have to double dip at the edge position. Free agency, and you're going to have to draft one. Uh, And with the loss of Vernon last year, you saw the absence of this. You can never, and I, I will say this emphatically, and I'll say the same thing about cornerback, you can never, ever have enough pass rushers on your roster. Carlos Basham, I love the tape out of Wake Forest. I do. And he had a solid career down at Wake Forest. Carlos Basham, though, when we get back to age, he's he's not a young player. His tape is fantastic. But you know, with an analytic front, you're going to say that this is going to be whatever he was at Wake Forest this past season. This is who he is. Um, so that usually is not something that's going to jump off the charts during, you know, through an analytic lens. Uh, then you get to the final two hurricanes at number nine and number 10, two, three hurricanes in this list. Number nine, Quincy Roche. Um, I think his ceiling could be something similar to Olivier Vernon, clean, sound player. You know, there'll be times where the sack numbers are good. There'll be times where you're wondering where the sack numbers, you know, two, three games where they're not really there. And then you could get a two, three sack game. Uh, fun player, lunch pail player. Uh, his athletic testing will certainly have something that's going to be monitored. Uh, John has Gregory, Gregory Rousseau as his 10th best edge in the 2021 class. I think a lot of this with Gregory Rousseau is it certainly didn't do him any favors. No way whatsoever by sitting out this year. Everybody, You're basically banking on a player right now where you have a red shirt season. One year of college football. Uh, he's taller. Uh, he's probably taller than Miles Garrett. Uh, weight, similar. Athleticism, similar. But to draft him at 26 and to just say, hey, giving him the job and, and think he's going to go out there and do it, 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 with you don't have enough evidence. And like when Pete and I say, you know, it, you go to the old you know line of a few good men, it's not what I think, it's what I can prove to have one year of Gregory Rousseau's uh, film 
from Miami, it's maybe just not enough. I'm not saying the Browns shouldn't draft him. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not worthy of pick 26. Um, but he's a little bit of a he's a ball of clay. Um, he's going to need some work. He's going to need some refinement. Being around a guy like Miles Garrett certainly would help with that. But it would be something where maybe year two would be a hell of a lot more productive than year one. So we've gone through JJ Watt taking his act out west, and it's understandable. The money, the weather, having familiarity within that that room, that locker room, that building, the Arizona Cardinals. We've talked about free agents that the Browns now are going to have to shift their eyes and their target to as far as filling their need at the opposite defensive end. And we've gone through the top edge classes through one of my favorite edge evaluators in all of you know, the draft evaluation business and John owning. So there's, an, there's a lot to be done here. Um, no, the Browns did not, you know, hit this one out of the park. They were at bat. They tried JJ Watt just felt differently at this point in his career. And sure. It looks like a lot of it was money. Maybe sure. A lot of it looks like it was going somewhere where, you know, he had some, you know, people he was comfortable with it is what it is. Browns, either way, are going to do their due diligence and they're going to knock this offseason out of the park and they're going to put together what they need on this defense to help Joe Woods get what he wants and be able to achieve the success that Joe Woods is capable of. He just needs a few more, you know, basically a few more, you know, you know, bullets in the holster, in the gun, so to speak. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. I am your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Make sure you're following on Twitter. DMs are open. Show itself at Locked On Browns. Again, follow back account. DMs are open. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review. And again, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LLB. Let's go Browns.